Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Song Mess. My name is Richard Villegas. And I'm Beverly Bryan. And we are listening to my jam of the autumn. This is Javier Amena's new single, Adentro de Ti. And uh, I think we're just feeling our oats right now, right, Bev? We are. I am waving my arms around. I am worshiping the benevolent goddess that is Javiera Mena. And Javiera certainly has a way of, you know, getting those sapphic themes into her music. So I'm really into this idea of adentro de ti, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Oh. Yeah, she's that bitch. She's that <laughs> bitch. So we're going to play out this song and we'll be right back. So, I mean, again, yeah, uh, Javiera knows her way around. Um, so that song's about sex? Um, no, it's actually like about travel and taking a part of me with you. And, but. but, you know, again, adentro de ti, uh, inside of you. You know, do you remember the video for Espada? Oh, yes. Like, Speaking of videos that were not very subtle. Exactly. Like just driving on like a fucking neon highway in, you know, in between some girl's legs. Like, come on, Javier, you're the best. OG Daikatude. Like it was ugh. it was rather sexy. 
I live for some Javier Mena. She gives me life. It was sexy, but campy. And like, you don't get, um, you know, the queer women doing camp as much. Yeah. But when they do, it's like, I think they bury everyone. Cause it gets, it gets to be a little serious and, and, and you guys like, you know, um, we, we have like an incredible playlist for you all today. Um, and, and Bev and I are kind of on like different wavelengths. Like a lot of my, a lot of my artists today are very queer. Um, but yeah, as you just said, like, you know, it's not very common that queer women will, will go the camp angle and like, you know, Javiera really embraces sort of like that kawaii aesthetic, the very like silly, um, I mean, I remember her video for La Jolla had her like as a Pokemon trainer as Carmen San Diego. Like she really goes for the waka waka, and like it actually works really well with her. Uh, I feel like with her there's dance like music. A, a subtle tradition of um, like queer women being very very campy. It's just, but it's it's a it's a it's a slenderer thread. I mean, there's peaches. I yeah I but I don't I don't think I she's amazing. I guess she wields camp but more for shock value than anything else. Uh you know cuz like again when you, when I think of camp I think of things that are preposterous and silly which yeah a suit that is entirely tits yeah, Peaches is up there for sure, but um, but yeah. Anyway, so we're back in the studio. We're doing a new music episode. We've had a lot of interviews lately. It's been a while. It's yeah. great to be back, chilling with Richard, just listening to some tunes. This is what we are all about. Yeah, and here with you. And we usually like you know we usually try to keep it you know a little. Well, I mean, I was gonna say on the short side, but who are we kidding? These, this bitch is gonna be two hours long. Um, and um, it's just because we missed you. <laughs> but yeah, so much catching up to do. So so much amazing new music coming out this fall. Um, but before we start, Bev, how you doing, girl? I'm doing pretty great. I had a pretty awesome day. Um, I'm, I'm walking a dog lately, and so when I was on my way back uh, to my place, I saw a dog riding a skateboard. A skateboard. Work. <laughs> yeah, actually, it was a guy who was walking two dogs, and the they're one, they, they were both wearing little raincoats and the guy was wearing a raincoat. Was it raining? Was raining. But one of the dogs was riding a skateboard. He was like, eat my shorts, dude. And yeah, and he was like actually riding it. Like he didn't just stand on it. He like would like, I mean, the guy had to kind of push the skateboard. Hey. But it rolled by itself and the dog just stayed on it. It was kind of amazing. I mean, aren't we all just kind of riding a skateboard being pushed by like life? Um... I kind of wish <laughs> that that was the case. I wish I felt that way more often that life was like skateboarding. I, I mean, I don't know that it's skateboarding. I just, I just see myself like riding sort of like through space with like my, a doofy face and my tongue out just being like, <laughs> you know, just like letting life take me wherever it takes me at this point. I'm just over it. That's why I need to learn to be more like you. I, I feel more like, um, definitely like, <laughs> riding a bike with the chain broken all I hear of the that. time. I hear that. Well, we have a lot to cover today, so let's get to it. No more doggies and skateboards. First of all, a bit of news. Uh, we mentioned it briefly uh, in our last episode, and we've been blasting our social media, but our next episode is our 50th episode, um, and we are inviting all of you to uh, hit us up with like song suggestions, you know, fan art, <laughs> girl, as if, um, you know, voice memos. Um, we're trying to make this 50th episode about you guys who have been with us for two very silly years at this point. Um, you guys and- are awesome. You're the reason we still do this. Absolutely. Um, because like, I don't know, we can, we could like get together, drink beer and talk about music and not record. I mean, we already kind of do. 
but <laughs> right. so it's like you know but the fact that you guys listen is why we we keep pressing play absolutely i mean we've already gotten a couple of messages legit it can be as much as a tweet i mean i yeah. or like dedicate send us like a voice memo um to uh songmessmusic at gmail.com and like i don't know dedicate a song to your mom maybe we'll play it legit just be like yo um y'all suck but i really like this trap and play it please thanks like that will literally be enough or a, like you a know, tweet a tweet is will suffice i know this you, y'all millennials you are lazy us, maybe you send us a little a little a little tip in the tip jar we'll we'll play maybe like all your favorite Selena songs. This is also a great opportunity to troll us. Like literally request 20 reggaetons and we might actually play it. Like, fuck it. Just Drag Richard. He's a masochist. Yeah. Um, I'm more sensitive. Although don't come for me if I ain't sent for you, honey. <laughs> like, you, don't, <laughs> you don't want it. Um, okay. So that was number one item of business. Number two, uh, I want to dive straight into some news. Uh, Lido Pimienta has been making headlines lately, and you know, friend of the show. We've you know we've played her uh, multiple times. We've like we've both met her a couple of times. She's lo- a lovely we will human. Never forget the night we saw her live. That was truly that, like, like mind boggling. Took our hearts away. Um, and yeah, no, most of the headlines I'd like to say have been pretty amazing. She just played Pitchfork Music Festival yep. in Paris. She's all over Europe. Bad bitch. She won the Polaris Music Prize. Which is, she beat out Feist and Leonard Cohen for. She is everywhere. And I think it's very well deserved. Her Absolutely. Her most recent album was amazing. She's amazing live. But there has been a few headlines recently that are a little more upsetting. There has been a controversy Richard, would you like to talk about that? Oh, sure. Absolutely. Um, so uh, Lido Pimienta has a tradition or more like a custom, honestly, uh, of inviting um, her white audience members uh, to, you know, step to the back. Uh, the idea is to create space and allow uh, women of color in particular to experience, you know, so to sort of just bask in this moment of, dedicated to women of color. Like Lido Pimienta is not just sort of like being like, well, I'm a woman of color, you know, and here I am, you know, bask in my glory. Like her music has to do with, you know, abuse and with like, you know, native peoples and like, you know, lack of resources in like her homeland, which is Colombia. Um, you know, so like it's, her message is very, uh, she, she's a very intense person in how she delivers it. Um, which a lot of people, you know, immediately. And like, I mean, obviously there's white fragility that goes into it. Uh, people don't tend to respond very positively to it. Um, and that is true. Like this is not the first time, like there's been some, uh, there's, there's been some need for her to like address like her white audience and, and sort of work out that relationship. Absolutely. But it's like, I can also, I mean, I can totally understand why she would want to do that in the first place because it's like she keeps playing a show in Canada which is like very white extremely and so why wouldn't you want to be like where are my girls where are my girls at absolutely you know and and like make sure that they can even see and bring them up to the front and it's like I don't know so Richard I think what what happened well I think it's something in how she's expressing it she's not not just encouraging the, the women of color to step to the front she's encouraging the white 
audiences to step to the back. And I think, and I'm not saying that she's wrong in doing that. In in doing it that way, she's not only lifting the the you know people of color in the audience, but she's also checking the privilege of the white audience members, uh, Maybe, which, which is like, why people are not into it. Yeah, so it's sort of like they can't. I mean, they can't handle that. Absolutely. But it's sort of like, I mean, but it, unfortunately, it's like it's like a test. It's like, are you are you down? Do Absolutely. You, are you really like you want to be at this show? But are you really down for what I'm about? You know, it's a really good litmus test. And so it seems like recently some people failed. Yes. The test. There was. So she was performing at um, a festival. I forget the name of it. It was, it was somewhere in, in Canada and it was a pop festival. Um, and uh, one of the photographers working the event was, you know, well, did not take well to this request and a young woman, a young woman volunteer photographer from what I understand, but no one says I, none of the news reports say what she actually said or did. Um, she was just asked to, you know, step to the back and she refused and she like fought and like started yelling and like, you know, why do I have to move? Blah, blah, blah. Very, you know, like I understand people not responding (laughs) so great to this. Um, you know, uh, Apparently, but, like, she said some things that were overtly racist, although we're not, it's not clear what they no. actually were. Oh, like the, 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 the photographer? Yeah. This, I don't know. Um, I don't actually have, I don't, I don't have a, I don't have a quote from her, but I do know that, like, you know, this has gotten quite a bit of coverage specifically in particular after she won the Polaris prize. And, um, yeah, Lido Pimienta has been getting death threats, you know, like from around the world. Yeah, people <laughs> have been like harassing her online. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like, so apparently like, but apparently the social justice warriors are fragile snowflakes. I mean, or are they like, I, I, it's just, I don't know. It's just, no, pe- what I'm, well, what I'm saying is that like, clearly like these people, they're clearly like the, the right loves to be outraged. Too, oh, of course. Yeah. Apparently oh, yeah. they've like seized on this and, uh, yeah, people are harassing her online, but they're people who like, don't listen to her music. And that's the, it's just like, and, they, like, they heard her even, say one thing and it was like, boop. And, and don't even know what freaking happened. Like, again, like, is, would I employ that tactic at my show? Probably not, but that's also not what I would be about, you know? Like, it, it, she has a very distinct political um, and, you know, activist uh, mindset and tonality, uh, not only to how she is and her, her, person, her persona, but also very much to, like, the, the art that she is making. Yeah, so it's like, you kind of have to, like, have that... It, this is really a case of, like, something, like, getting very much out of context. It's like going to a punk show and then be mad that somebody, like, in a mosh pit stepped on you. It's like, girl you are at a Lido Pimienta show. This is what you're going to get. If you've done any sort of Google, you'll know that she's extremely politically involved and very vocal. Um, and that she talks about racial issues and her music is about racial issues. Absolutely. And like intersectional feminism. I mean, she, she's which is a, like, this is like very what it is because like, was, what's interesting is like, it's funny you mentioned punk because, yeah. um, you know, in Riot Girl, like saying, uh, girls to the front was like something that they did in Riot Girl a lot. Cool. Or like, you know, um, like say at a bikini kill show would be like come down to the front all the girls all the boys to the back and it was like about like you know much the same for much the same reason that Lido Pimienta says I want people of color to come forward especially women of color right it's because it's like you want to create a safe space you want like you know some people to feel comfortable at the show and like to be able to be at the show and you know the way these shows work out is like you know, a bunch of like really tall white guys are all going to muscle their way into the front and it's not going to occur to them for even one second that like, you know, they're preventing like, you know, her like Lido Pimienta's biggest fan from even seeing. Right. 
And so, well, anyway, like we, you know, we're not going to harp too long on this, but we, you know, we just want to send some positive vibes, uh, Toledo Pimienta. We want to encourage you all to go do your Googles, uh, and listen to her music. Like it's, it's not only fabulous music, it's really important music. She just got written up in Pitchfork. Yes, ma'am. Big story. We love you. Yeah. She's, she's one of the baddest and she's like actually like one of the biggest exponents of like this, the, the new wave of, of Latin indie sort of like making breakthrough success. So I'm so glad she's back. I'm so glad she's like getting out there and killing it. But let's go back to some sounds. So Bev, you have this great song by Evha, <laughs> El Viejo Hombre de los Andes. Um, can you tell us a little bit about this track that you, uh, you're playing in? Well, it's one of their new songs. Um, I've been waiting for new material for a while. Who are they? They're 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 from Ecuador. Okay. Um, they're they're a band. They're really good, kind of an electronic group. Mm-hmm. And uh, this song is called "Caminar a Donde Sea." Okay. It's their most recent song, and I don't know. I'm just feeling it on this gloomy November day. Yeah, I know that they're Aya Records. They're giving me that whole like Amazonian Andean like charango, but like. Afrobeat moment. I like, I really, really am digging them. Make it, okay, no, it's like, it's like Chirango, but make it future. <laughs> okay, let's listen to this now.
Tengo mis maletas y la mente abierta Mis murallas para derribar Tiemblo, siento el miedo, corro y hace un vuelo Las ideas me quiero Okay, so that last song that we heard was by an artist that I have 
just recently discovered, but she's got three albums out. Her name is Mariana Paraguay. And Paraguay, I'm guessing. Paraguay. Yeah. Possibly. It yeah. sounded like okay. Paraguay to me. I was just like, okay, cool. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it might be maybe like a form of that. Mm. I, I don't know. I don't know a lot about her. She's from Argentina. The song was called Verne y el Faro. Yeah. That means. Um, I'm guessing like Jules Verne and then the lighthouse. Okay. That would be my guess. So all I really know is that um, this song is off her new album called La Flecha. It features Loli Molina, who I don't know a lot about. And um, this this album is pretty great. It's like one with like a lot of collaborators. She's got a song with uh, Andrea Echeverri. Oh, cool. From Atrecio Palau. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. And um, it's just, the whole album is really beautiful. I had a hard time picking a song, but this is the first track on the album. Yeah. And the, I just, it's lovely. The song is great. And like the video is like really surreal. So like I, I, I totally see like sort of that dream quality. And I like these two tracks back to back. There's like a, there's a very like, again, as we said before, Andean, a little sort of uh, Patagonian, yeah. um, you know, especially with, with Mariana, I'm definitely getting, oh God, what are these, these three girls? Femina. Yeah. You know, I'm getting on some Femina vibes, but like, it's also like a little dreamier. It's a little more dancey. Um, I don't, I don't know. I really, really dug this. I, I like this pairing. I like this mood. It's very like alpaca sweater with like a little like face paint. It is, this is, it's quite a mood and it's kind of my mood today because it's like, I don't know, it's, it's humid, it's gray, it's yeah. cold, it's well, rainy. Well, it's, it's autumn. Autumn is here. Really like it, that you're feeling gloomy because I was feeling glam, Hanny. Like I've been seeing people out here in outfits. The other day I was, I went to get lunch in Union Square. There was a guy in like some sort of Robin Hood feathered hat. I was like, yes, bitch, you better be out here. But it's not cold enough yet for people to be really doing fall. Although I do like that sweater you've got. Uh, yes. Well, <laughs> so I was, <laughs> it's funny, you should mention um i was on the train here and i was just like feeling my oats because i have like this cute uh american apparel sweater that i got like on her deathbed like for like 20 bucks and you know like i got this cute trench and i'm sipping my starbucks feeling my oats on the train and like then i noticed a guy wearing the exact same sweater and he noticed me and i just sort of toasted with my coffee (laughs) and we we both got off at the same stop and i just like i let him walk away to to, you know give a little distance you know it's like oh this is awkward but you guys handle it well i think you dealt with that the right way it was you know we were uh we were what's the word um gracious about it um okay well anyway let's move back on to some musica so i have a track now by rubio um, so it seems Franz Straube just has like the worst ADD in the world. Cause Miss Thing is just dropping beats, you know, like every month, like she's dropping an EP every month. Well, that's, that's the idea though. Well, uh, what I, I don't we know if, it, if we're on B. So this is, this EP is B. Um, this is four songs. Two of them are like very ethereal, short instrumental moments. And then she has like two, like sort of like fully formed, uh, songs. And so we're going to play Seres Invisibles. Uh, that I just, I really like. Um, there's something about it. There's something that's really exciting about this EP series that she's doing. There's no press for it. It's just sort of like, it's in my brain. It's in the studio. It's out in the world. And 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 it, it, it feels very immediate. Um, it feels very experimental. I feel like we are witnessing, you know, her in the lab. Um, and like, and if there's one person I'd like to witness in the lab, it is Franz Straub. Oh my God. So. Rubio, have you ever seen Rubio live? 
Yes, I did. I saw her. We went. We were together. Oh God, what was that place in, um, in Williamsburg? Right? Gallery. Ooh, ages you ago? just took it back. She was awesome. Yeah, she's great. I saw her. I saw her most recently in Colombia, and like she like you know she like rub a gong, and then she like twirled some knobs, and it's just like what? Um, yeah, she's really really yeah, great. She's an incredible percussionist, an incredible songwriter. That's what I love about um, her making electronic music. Is yeah, because she's like a she's a drummer drummer. Yeah, and so like and 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 her electronic flair is just growing and it's becoming super colorful it's gaining a lot of dimension um i'm really really excited about seres uh invisibles i think it's a really really great track um and yeah let's go ahead and listen to that now let's hear it
maguey Creciendo por el monte, cociendo en el panel Que distilada tres veces, artesanalmente Hay fiesta en la sierra, carnaval en el pueblo El tequila es de plata, el mezcal es de oro Lléname mi jícara, mezcalera Me caes más bien aún cuando te haces la pícara Tobala y minero, toma ya mi dinero Antes de que esté más pedo De copita en copita ya se va vaciando la mi almita, alegría, sonrisa y felicidad, fluid, fluida, que cada quien lo beba a su ritmo y con sus más lindas voces de borrachos como Por favor, que me pique la lengua y que tenga sabor Que nos ponga alegre y permita soñar No bebemos para olvidar, pero para recordar Saca el pechuga en las fiestas quinceañeras Destierra el enterrado cada vez que hay bodas Bebo con amigos botaneando chapulines Sal de gusano naranja entre bailarines Celebrando a lo mexicano Festejando el hecho de estar vivo No llames alcohol a lo que hay en mi copa excited about this song we just listened to. Um, it's by Bugat, and that's an artist that we have not played on this show before, I don't think. I've definitely heard of Bugat before, like featured on someone's track or blah, blah, blah. Not on the show, but like, but you know, so like the name is familiar, but who is this person? So he's been around for a while doing like hip hop, electronic music, it blends in a lot of Latin elements. He is Mexican Canadian. He is from Montreal. Cool. And he's been like an important fixture in that scene for a while. And I'm stoked that we have the opportunity to give his music a shout out. Um, yeah, this was Mezcalero Feliz, right? Yep. Off of uh, San, his new album, which is called San Cristobal Baile In. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> um, and yeah, no, a lot of the songs is like a, an, an homage to Mexican culture. Um, there is some, there are some great features on there. He's got one song with uh, Miss Bolivia. Oh, wow. Yeah. I love Miss Bolivia. You so, know, I've actually seen her live before. Really? Yeah. No? Okay. I saw her at Gay Pride in Buenos Aires like 10 years ago. She was incredible. 
What? Okay, so um, you would love this. You would love the whole album. Okay. Uh, maybe I, I can send it to you or something. Well, I loved when, like, when I was listening to, like, the playlist that you sent over. Like, I absolutely loved this track. Like, this was my favorite of, of the bunch. There's something about it that's just very, like... Candyland hip hop. It's just sort of like, you know, there's there's Andean vibes to it, but it's also really asymmetrical. It's a little bit about like like that Guadalupe's track that we played that one time, Hombre yeah. Caja. Like it's just sort of like asymmetrical, really fun. There's something very positive about it. Like, you know, there's a there's room for like the darker shit, but like this was a nice, very welcome sort of ray of sunshine. Yeah, Bugat likes to get the party going. It was really fun. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And then what did you think of the Rubio track? I thought it was lovely. <laughs> That's good enough for me. Um, okay, so let's move on into the Marias. Oh, okay. So, these are some. Um, these are new faves of yours. Yeah. Well, um, you know, I, I came across them sort of by chance, and you remember we played their song before, and most of their songs are in English, but um, this song. Uh, Dejate Llevar mm -hmm. uh, just came out and it's in Spanish. So um, I was I was so excited because I was like, ah, you know, now we well, we really have to play this on the show. Yeah, I like I really dug it again. I was getting like uh, we're going to play it, obviously, but I'm getting like Empire of the Sun meets the Chamanas meets Sin Color. Like I really there's like a very laid back, very like driving on the sun on the highway like into the sunset sort of feel about this i really yeah, really like, like very it very like paleta colored mm -hmm, mm -hmm. la vibes yeah and yeah no i'm into it but then there's also like this like kind of like old timey lounge um, yeah uh -huh. indie pop thing going on so this is this was just like it's it's just delicious like the singers in a satin dress just lying on top of a piano just crooning absolutely cool okay so this is dejate llevar by the marias
So we just played Namuel's uh, Yugoslavia, and so I'm certain you think this is trash. Uh, <laughs> that, that is unfair, and actually, I liked it a lot. It, really? Yeah, I, it was. It's got well, you know, it's very melodic, 
Um, that's some serious songwriting. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's not like some little ditty. It's got like serious like um, 80s power ballad vibes. Mm-hmm. It like really kind of like takes me back and like gives me like real 80s nostalgia radio feelings and I, see, I hear I that. was I was super into that actually yeah I mean Namuel has been doing a lot of really m- bold sort of moves lately mm-hmm. um so Yugoslavia I think I mean I think the concept behind the actual song Yugoslavia is really clever it's just you know a, a, a relationship that falls apart like Yugoslavia oh. um yeah. <laughs> I know it's a little bloody it's kind of a bloody reference but hey um but the video for this is tremendous. Uh, I mean, it's it's well, hint- you know relationships can be pretty brutal too. So it's it's not like it's not an apt metaphor. Yeah, I mean, but it's a beautiful song regardless. And um, he uh, the video is sort of like in this set, and it's like just flowers and stuff. And like if you've seen Amuel, you know he's very sort of like uh, gender nonconforming. He's very like cherub-like fashion brat, very like millennial pink, you know, with like darkened brows type of deal. Um, and it's him and this other boy that's somehow even thinner and wispier than he. Um, and they're sort of doing this whole Adam and Steve thing completely naked in the video. Uh, it told the video. Oh, I remember. Yeah, no, I watched the video. Yeah. Was, that was hot. And the video references, uh, red rain by Peter Gabriel and, uh, Kate Bush. Um, and in the background, there's all these projections of like different, like, yeah, the video had like lots of eighties video vibes too. So the, so it's actually, no, this is so deep. Yeah. So into it. And they're in this garden of Eden or whatever. And then in the background, there's projections of like different, like fascist or like right wing leaders from like Chile and like other places. It's like really intense. Like, and you just think it's this like little pop song and it's just like, you know, like Namuel has been taking on a lot of. Uh, a lot of the very like sharp right wing stuff that's been happening in Chile, like they're going through an election right now. And um, the front runner who, who was actually president when I lived in Chile, Piñera, he um, has totally adopted Trumpism. He's like banking on xenophobia. He's banking on homophobia. There's this sort of like for the family uh bus that's been like going all over Latin America and it went to Chile, you know, it's basically like being like fuck trans people, fuck gays. Um, and like a riot was started by it. Like neo-Nazis came out, punched a bunch of like hate crime, a bunch of people. Why is the whole world swinging this way? Yeah. And like, he was there, he was like actually there. Like he like actually went, marched, uh, against it. Yeah. And like, and he's like, I saw people getting the shit beaten out of there. Like, he's like, I had to bounce. Like I, you know, um, he's been really, really, really intense and he puts his body on the line for it. Like, you know, again, he's naked in the video, his new, uh, he just put out like this week, a new song called, uh, young, uh, young at heart, joven de corazon. And like in it, like he is, um, doing this sort of like high school boy thing. And it's sort of like a porn casting couch. Like he's really taking these risks that just for like a man, it are hard to do, especially in in such a conservative place as Chile. Um, and like the songs are fantastic. They back up the concept. Um, I'm really into him right now. You've been like, you've been backing this guy for a while. Yeah, for sure. You know what you've, he every at every turn he proves you're right. Yeah, we've we've gotten we've gotten friendly, I've, and by friendly I mean like I constantly troll him on Instagram. I think it's really fun to do it, and he will screenshot me and then like put me on his like stories and be like, oh, people keep bullying me. Um, like I'll call him fat or something. That's just how you <laughs> show your love. Oh yeah, no, it's great. I, trust me, I know. I'm I'm obsessed with Namu cakes, but yeah, like again, the concept is there, the music is there 
really check out Namuel. This boy is really, really out here doing it. And, and I don't know, I'm, I can't wait to see what else he, uh, what else he does. Okay. So enough about Namuel. Fuck that bitch. Um, I'm really excited to bring this in. So I don't want to give too much context for it. This is a track by a Brazilian DJ named Rafael Bertazzi. Named Richard Viegas. I've heard this song. This is the most you thing that has ever happened. <laughs> and um, I, I, again, I don't want to say anything about it, um, but he is making some very, very interesting musical choices. That's all I'm going to say. Roll track. <laughs> Mulher, você 
I thought mashups were over in like 2002. 2003. Oh, damn. But no, the mashup is alive and well. That was dope. Oh my God. Yeah. So Rafael, but I really didn't know how this was going to go. I was like, I'm either going to get like a disturbed look from Beverly or like it's going to blow her top off. Um, I'm glad to see it was the latter. Uh, It's like two songs that make me swoon. Yeah. Put together. And no, it's wow. And it's not even like a super mainstream Bjork song. This is like from like, you know, a dancer in the dark. Like where the hell did you find this? So, um, it, uh, Elsa Suarez actually shared it. Um, she was like, well, her page, but I'm, I'm sure that 82 year old woman doesn't, isn't out here being like, just had a sandwich for lunch. Um, don't underestimate her. Uh, true. At this point. Although I would like to think that she has like better things going on. I like, feel like you know, the universe has underestimated her and then regretted it. So time and time again. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, so her page shared it and I was like with Bjork, click um and so yeah uh, as, as you said this is like a hipster wet dream um and yeah so rafael bertazzi is it's a this, richard wet dream well it's a latinx hipster wet dream i mean like indeed, indeed now now that bjork lives in brooklyn everybody's like everybody has a bjork story and it's just like all right chill we get it <laughs> i like, don't where's my bjork story well, i don't know girl that's your that's your prerogative um but but yeah so rafael bertazzi he is this really cool like he 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 makes all these crazy mashups and he's uh, based in Brazil, uh, Sao Paulo, I want to say. Um, and he has all these incredible ones. Like, so for example, he has this one between like the clash and Yvette Sangalo. He has one with Franz Ferdinand and El Chan. I, I don't know who that is. Okay. Um, one of us needs to do a story on this guy because that is cool. He has a, uh, I think his biggest one was like a, like a Baile Funk Super Mario Brothers thing. It's just so interesting and strange. I spent like an afternoon on this guy's page. Um, and it's great. And it, and most of it works really, really well. Um, yeah. Brazil is really, really good at doing things that are like, it's almost a joke, but it's actually brilliant. Totally. Like totally. I'm kind of thinking of Banda Uo here. Yeah, absolutely. Like a lot of things like that. Um, and, and so, but to me, again, like this Bjork and Elsa Suarez mashup like is... half of Technobriga. Yeah, uh, but you're not wrong. Like, you're, there's, there's something wonky about it that is also, like, endlessly charming and, like, it just reels you in. Um, I just, I really like it. I feel really, really strongly about this. Um, anyway, again, his name is... Rafael Bertazzi, I encourage everybody to go on a SoundCloud and like really give this man an hour of your time and like have a couple, a couple of cackles and like dance around your room. It's really, really fun stuff. Um, and we're going to stay in Brazil for our uh, next track. Um, I Most of the artists that I brought in today are, are queer in some sort of, some sort of fashion. Um, and I brought in Linda Quebrada, uh, Linda Quebrada before. Um, uh, Linda Quebrada is a travesti um, in Brazil. Uh, and what I like, what, what I think is really interesting. So like a travesti is a category that we don't really cover very much in, in Anglo sort of, uh, woke vernacular, if you will. Like, so it seems like it, it, <clears throat> it's not the same thing as being a drag queen. It's not, it's not a drag queen and it's not trans. It's somewhere in between. And like it, I'm not, uh, I'm certainly not an expert on this and I invite, uh, a listener out there who might be a bit more proficient to write in or, you know, send us a voice message for our next episode. Um, but my understanding of it is, um, Oh, yeah, we welcome voice memos explaining why we're problematic. Yes. Um, I'm trying my best not to be problematic here. Um, but um, 
you know, usually I'm willfully problematic. Um, but You've actually been getting worse. Oh, damn. My understanding, though, is that travestis um, identify as male, and they know that they're male. It's not a, it's not a gender dysphoria item, <clears throat> which even now I think that's an outdated term. Um, but it's a matter of th- that life is easier for them presenting female than it is presenting male. And so that's the choice that they make. That is my so understanding they, they, they of live, it. Essentially, they, they live as women. Because they they live as women because it's easier. It saves time, essentially. It saves time. And again, like, it, in, in some, like Brazil is really interesting because, you know, the norms of gender and sexuality are really different in Brazil. It's just sort of like they've integrated into society. I mean, there's still tons of hate crimes. Uh, I believe Brazil has the highest recorded uh, number of hate crimes against, you know, tr- LGBTQI people. Um, so if you... And that's recorded. There's numbers from, like, you know, Africa, Asia, Middle East that aren't just not recorded. But If you choose to live as a woman this way in Brazil, it actually is easier and safer and more accepted than if you were a feminine man or presented um, as a feminine man. Sometimes. That's kind of interesting. It's it's an it's an interesting category that again is not often talked about because it kind of it doesn't necessarily contradict, but it doesn't you know blend in smoothly with the narrative that we've created for um, you know gender nonconformance and things like that. Like um, it's it's sort of like it presents it as a choice. Um, again, I, 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 I'm doing my best not to be talking out of my ass, and I encourage somebody to like correct me or or supplement. Uh, what I've just said, but so Linda da Quebrada, you know, she's, she presents feminine, um, you know, like, and uses feminine pronouns. I, I'm not even sure to be honest. Um, cause it, 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 it pulls a lot, like the, her music pulls a lot from like ballroom. Like there's like, you'll, you'll hear like ballroom haas, uh, by Le Funk, um, uh, production wise is very naffy and that like grime mm. very like dark uh, sound but like it's still really engaging and, well, and very really party. we need to have like another gender mess episode yeah where um, we where we delve into this these these things I'm gonna go with uh, they and there the, these okay. are the pronouns that I'm gonna use here All just right. just to be safe um, but they uh, their new album Pajuba is phenomenal. When I tell you this is one of the best things I've heard all year, like, I, you know, I use that loosely. Um, but, but no, Pajuba, it's phenomenal. It's just so interesting. It's so different. It is a visual album. Every single record, ha- every single song has a video. What? Yeah. Every Why single- didn't you tell me? I have to see this. And it, but like, but it's not like Beyonce style, like, you know, that has eBay and like, you know, Vanessa Williams or, or Venus or Serena. Or, why did I say Vanessa Williams? Girl, that's how old I am. Um, but like, like it, it doesn't have like a million celebrities. It's shoestring. Like in in true Brazilian form, it's just like she's made so much with so little. Um, and like they're impactful and they're really interesting. And she has different producers and it's just truly truly interesting. Uh, again, I invite you to find it. This is Linda Quebrada. Uh, the album is Pajuba, and we're gonna play the song Submisa do Septimo Dia or Gia. What's that um, mean? I feel like, uh, I think it means like submissive to the seventh day or, or maybe slave to the seventh day. Um, Sunday? Perhaps. It might be a religious uh, reference. Um, my Portuguese is not the best, um, but, but there's a couple of elements in here that I thought were really interesting and worth including. Uh, but again, the whole record is phenomenal. So All right, let's hear it. We're going to hear it now. Estou procurando 
Estou procurando Estou procurando Estou procurando Estou procurando Estou procurando, estou tentando entender O que é que tem em mim que tanto incomoda você Estou procurando, estou tentando entender O que é que tem em mim que tanto incomoda Você se a sobrancelha, o peito, a barba, o quadril, o sujeito O joelho ralado, apoiado no azulejo Que deixa na boca o gosto, o beijo, saliva, desejo Seguem passos certos, escritos em linhas tortas De armários suados, no cio de seu desespero um olho no peixe, outro no gato Trancados arranham portas Dores nos maxilares Canceres, tumores, viados Que proliferam em locais frescos e arejados De mendigos a doutores Cercados por seus pudores Caninos e mecanismos Afiados fazem suas preces Diante de mictórios Fé em pele de vício Ajoelham, rezam, genuflexório Acordam pra cuspir Plástico e fogos de artifício Sexo é sexo, tem amor e tem orgia Cadela criada na noite submissa do sétimo dia Sexo é sexo, tem amor e tem orgia Cadela criada na noite submissa do sétimo dia Sexo é sexo, tem amor e tem orgia Cadela criada na noite submissa do sétimo dia Sexo é sexo, tem amor e tem orgia Cadela criada na noite submissa do sétimo dia Estou procurando Estou procurando Estou procurando Estou procurando Submissa do sétimo dia Estou procurando Estou procurando sexo, sexo. Estou procurando Estou procurando Para siempre Lo tres como un revólver Un tiro de gracia Paraíso infiel Es mi destino My baby Deseo clandestinos My lady Una es un sí La otra un no Una va al colegio La otra al club 
Es inocencia temprana, una noche callada Un respiro en mi calma que me dice que me ama La otra es una tirana, me corrompe y me llama Brinca de cama en cama hasta fracturarse el alma Y yo, y yo, necesito un poco de las dos Una el equilibrio de mi voz otra viene y manipula, me disfruta y me calcula Pero yo, oh, necesito un poco de las dos Esa niña es un ángel Nunca va a llegar tarde a casa La otra mami es mi diabla Anda por el fuego descalza es un monumento, monumento Que nunca visito mi cama La otra vive el momento, momento Como si no hubiera un mañana Una me quiere una vida, la otra un momento Una es deseo, la otra puro sentimiento La otra es pecado oscuro, es sexo violento la otra me roce el aliento, mis diez mandamientos Una viene a visitarme a la 1 p.m. La otra por la madrugada a la 1 a.m. Una quiere mi calor y la otra que la queme Una no deja tocarse, la otra se toca solita y no teme Esa niña es un ángel Nunca va a llegar tarde a casa La otra mami es mi diabla Anda por el fuego descalza Una es un monumento Que nunca visito mi cama La otra vive el momento Como si no hubiera un mañana That last song we heard was, I believe, not very queer at all. Um, it it was by Hadrian mm-hmm. or Adrian. I'm not really sure. Okay. Um, but he's an R&B singer from Mexico City, and I don't know. I was just I was just really feeling that it's his new track, Angel y Diabla, mm-hmm. and um, it's, it's a song of women who are very different, and he can't decide. Which one? Oh, um, I didn't get that part. Work. Yeah. So it's at least that's my understanding of the lyrics, and um, I just I just thought it was very sexy. Also, it was it was it's very heterosexy, but still, that's a kind of sexy. Yeah. I mean, I like the beat. It reminded me a lot of Jesse Baez for a minute there, like because it's not like it's it it's a trap beat, but like it's it, it he has more like an R and B flow over it. It's more like sexy, romantic sad boy moments it's not it's not like yeah these bitches you know <laughs> um so i really i really i liked it yeah um, and it's like um it's charming it's 
it, you know, it's very um, your your mainstream contemporary R and B, but I feel like um, he's it's it's also good. It's not cookie cutter. Yeah, like, I don't I think, know. It, I think, it feels fresh. I feel that like he's a talent. You it's, know what I mean? It's fresh. I like it a lot. It it doesn't feel uh, like this. Like it belongs on like a generic like trap YouTube playlist. You know what I mean? Yeah. So go go Mexico City. Yeah. So it's uh, Adrian with an H or Hadrian. We're not quite sure. Yeah, um, we're not. Someone someone explain this to us. Also, just in general, come get us. And um and what did you think of that Linda Quebrada track? No, it was very good. I want to listen to uh, more by her. I want to like freak dance to it. I want to like I want to get up in someone's booty areas very very closely, like as we dance. Not me. Certainly not. Not it. Although your booty area is lovely. I I know, but it's it's just. It's meant to be looked at, not touched. Uh, uh, and more about things that are meant to be looked at and not touched. So you have a Lola Pistola track coming in. That's right. I'm not sure I understand what you're saying there. I don't but know. I just, I think she's pretty. I think I've seen her. I don't know. No, she's, she's gorgeous. There we go. Um, and so, okay. So I interviewed her recently for a maze club. The story's coming out. Um, she's recently released her album Curfew and uh, oh. she's based here. And in New York? Yeah, in New York. Oh, cool. And um, she's originally from Puerto Rico. And um, I just love the album. Like, when, when I got to send this story, let me tell you, Isabella knows what I like. Ha! Um, you know, I, I heard the song. I get it. Totally. It, the song is called Wild, Rich, and Loose. <laughs> and uh, it's, very, it's very rock and roll. It's very, like, kind of, like, psychedelic. Adjectives I've always used to describe you. Thank you. Um, and yeah, you know, she came up in like, um, she came up in Puerto Rico and in, in San Juan's punk scene. Mm. Um, you know, she started singing with, uh, AJ Davila's solo project, you know, and so she's very much part of like that garage rock scene that I've long been obsessed with. So, um, so Lola Pistola and Rosa Pistola are not the same person. Not the same person, though they have both DJed. Uh, Lola Pistola as DJ Fiasco was throwing parties in New York for a while. Okay. So, you know, don't, don't get confused, but this is Lola Pistola. Totally different. So Lola was, you know, punk scene with AJ and then Rosa Pistola, uh, does more what? I think she's from Mexico. I don't know a lot about her. Oh, okay. 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 So and I'm she like, plays, she plays the reggaeton, I believe. Gotcha. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I just... I love her album. It's like there. It's like it's grungy, but then sometimes there's this like '70s New York punk thing to it because it's a little bit glam. But like I don't know. In the article, I use the term gutter glam. I feel like that's that's what's going on. It's like glitter, but it's glitter that's in that's like in in the gutter, and I don't know. It's kind of oily. I don't know. Okay, well let's listen to that now. This is Wild Rich and Loose by Lola Pistola. There to try Who wants to fall and push We're here tonight The rose finally bloomed Take all you want While reach and lose Take all my life Witness the proof. I'm listening high. We 
Pistola. Yeah. Yes. This is what Rida Rosa and Silver Rose should sound like. This gives me exactly what I want. That gives me like, you know, fading in from like an ethereal moment into like just rapture. I love this. Love this. Love this. Love this. I'm, I'm so stoked on that because uh, you played me a song you thought I was going to hate. And I played this song and I thought that you wouldn't be into it. You really thought so? <laughs> but, you know, because it's like slow moving kind of spacey guitar music normally when i do this you when i do that you like take a little nap i've actually come around to a lot of uh, a lot of stuff lately like um uh sunset images recently like i saw them live and, uh, and kind of blew me away yeah and like i played them on the show first and yeah, then, yeah. Like, uh, and i was really not into it whatsoever <laughs> well, sometimes a lot of the time it's like really 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 good rock and roll yeah. for like uh guitar music you have to see it live. You have to, f- you have to literally be in the room and feel it. It was like a noise showcase in Brooklyn. And like the three opening bands were all like standing there in awe. Like how the fuck are they doing this? Did you know that Samuel, like the guy, he like plays both bass and guitar simultaneously. I did not know that. And I'm having trouble picturing it. Does he have four arms? No. So he'll like pick one up, strum it, loop it, distort the fuck out of it 
put it down and then pick up the other one and then start playing over like the loop of his distorted guitar. That's like, cheating, but okay, it's still pretty cool. Well, but it's like dope. Like it's a two man band and he's like acting like it's four. It's crazy. Um, so, you know, off topic, but whatever. I saw that recently and it Love blew my mind. Love a good drone. Let me tell you. <laughs> blew my mind. I was like, gag. Um, and yeah. And so like from here on out, we have a couple more songs uh, and, I, and, you know, they're all really, really special. And I want to, you know, we're going to take the time to like break each one of them down. Um, first up, I want to talk about Me Llamo Sebastian, uh, who just released uh, probably his darkest and maybe his most ambitious record to date, to be honest. Uh, it's called La Sombra. Um, a lot of stuff has been, you know, happening in his life. Um, he, and one of them is success. And you would think this, these are rosy times. This is going to be great for him, but just with that success, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, people have been revealed to be wanting to take advantage and, you know, to be opportunistic. And so he's felt a lot of betrayal lately in his newfound success. You know, we've played Las Polillas, we've played, um, Hijos del Peligro, which were like these huge hits in Chile. Um, and they were fabulous. And, um, you know, he's had, uh, health problems, uh, even with his family. Like I think his grandmother is sick and he's had a lot of issues, um, that, you know, that are parallel to his success. And so, uh, La Sombra reflects that. Um, he, um, he like on a trip home, he found like sort of like a box of pictures. Um, and it's just, you know, like he, he put it, put it all over his social media. just like all these like, you know, pictures of himself as a kid, just kind of chubby and kind of like awkward. And uh, he, for example, there's a great, really fantastic song on the record called Adolescente. And it's a love, it's, it's like a letter of encouragement to himself, to his younger self being like, you know, like, Go, don't worry, go ahead into like the locker room, you know, ignore it, ignore them when they say that your body is disgusting and shit like that. Like it's really intense. Um, you know, he's like, go ahead and play with your Pokemon cards, uh, shamelessly. And then like, there's like squirtle sound effects. Um, it's really, it's a really, it's, it's a clever record. Uh, it's really, um, bare. Um, a lot of the songs like, you know, he's a pianist and he's very Elton John like, um, this record relies a lot on guitar, uh, it's skeletal. Like it really, really is a bare record. Um, very different from him. He's very campy. Um, and so I want to think any of that is like, um, influence from Christian Haynes. Uh, not at all. It's, it's really? I, I would say it's maybe even a reaction to working with Christian Heine. Um, so, uh, Christian Heine, the Chilean superstar producer, uh, he produced both Las Polillas and, um, Hijos del Peligro, which again, were huge hits for him. Um, and, you know, uh, he was telling me that like, those were the first songs that, that he conceived for the project. And then as things began to happen and, um, he kept writing as just like the themes sort of changed. And so that's why he took sort of like a more downtrodden and sparse, uh, turn. So like, those are the only two tracks that actually, uh, have Christian Haynes production on it. Um, the rest of the album is, is again, is it, it sounds different from like those two singles that were released. Um, and so he like redid the songs to sort of like mirror this new mood. And so like, um, I, again, I still like the pop versions of it, but the versions on the album, uh, again, do reflect that different sort of darker mood. Um, and the song that I want to play is Edificios and it's this really suffocating, very paranoid song. Um, having lived in Chile, I have a little extra insight into it. Uh, Chile is a, uh, Santiago is a really rapidly urbanized city. Um, and a lot of these buildings, a lot of these condos that are just being built are, are pretty ugly. They're just like these 
beige monoliths, you know, like shooting into the sky and 22, 25 stories tall. Um, mind you in a real shaky land. Um, and I remember when I lived there, I lived in this, uh, in the condominios infinito, which colloquially were referred to as the gay towers. Um, and if you didn't have curtains, you could see into everybody's business. And I did. Um, and it was the tea girl because it was all these Queens and everybody was on grinder and you know, lit, it was really lit. Um, but because Chile is so conservative and because, you know, you have a lot of these situations, privacy becomes an issue. And so this song kind of deals with like relationships sort of crumbling under the scrutiny and like social pressures of like, you know, things that queers have to deal with. You try to be discreet and shit don't work that way. Um, so anyway, I don't know. I just, I like, I felt a lot of ways about this album. It wasn't, the, the record wasn't what I wanted, but it doesn't mean it's not what I needed. If that makes any sense. It, no, I think, uh, I think, I think I do understand. And I, I think what I'm hearing is you, you saying that like, when you, when you hear it, like you, you, you really know where he's coming from. Absolutely. Feel like. Absolutely. Um, um, a lot of his music has, is very personal and like in his own stories, um, I feel like there's a lot of like hidden clues in here. And as someone who I've, I'm his friend, I'm, you know, I'm pretty open about that. Uh, but I've also followed his career very closely over the last three or four years. And, um, I see, I see a lot more than meets the eye in this record. So, um, the video is really deep. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's beautiful. Like the, again, the three, like the three singles that he released, you know, prior to like the release of this record, uh, some of the best work he's done in his entire career, in my opinion. Um, and like the production, uh, to the videos, to like the dance, like the choreography, it's just him grappling with death. Um, and again, like this could be the death of a relationship. This could be his own death. Um, I don't know his tea like that, but like, you know, I do I, know I that. I liked how it, in the end, at the very end of the video, spoiler alert, um, he like grapple, literally grapples with like this figure of death. And then he wins. Sort of. Sort of, I or, guess. Like he gets, he, he's left with like this empty black shroud. Yeah. And it's like, so it was was death real? Was it something he was afraid of that turned out not to be real? Is it just that like you can never win your battle with death? It always escapes from you. Um, I briefly, uh, I asked him, uh, you know, what La Sombra represented to him. And he said, um, you know, there's a shadow in everything. There's a shadow like that haunts us. Uh, you know, we are the shadows of our former selves. Um, the shadow can represent, uh, an unknown future. Um, so there's any number of, of ways of interpreting La Sombra, not just as something fatalistic, even though it's not inherently positive. Um, so indeed. So like that makes sense because like the, it, the video ends on that slightly mysterious note yeah. or ambiguous. Yeah. So I, I want to play Edificios for you guys now. Uh, either way, it's a bop. <laughs> I love this song. I've been playing it on heavy rotation and, uh, yeah, you know, draw your own conclusions. a la infinidad el tercer ojo ni sé dónde está pero algo me quiere mostrar la tela que cubría entera la ciudad se me levanta y te alcanzo a encontrar por un segundo estamos juntos y no hay quien nos lo pueda quitar lo que más me llena es que ya leí el futuro 
viento Descascarando a los edificios Me aterra el cansancio A los edificios En donde soñamos Tú y yo Tú y yo Tú y yo Tú y yo Aprovechemos el impulso primordial de verdad, por un segundo estamos juntos y no hay quien nos lo pueda robar. El tercero con ese donde está, pero algo trata de alumbrar. Por un segundo estamos juntos y no hay quien nos lo pueda negar. Lo que más me duele es que ya leí el futuro. Song's really beautiful. Yeah, that's I. Again, it's uh, it's like fear. Like it's it's like he's he's um, boiled down fear without it like being like a spooky track. You know, it's just, it's not about that. It's it's like it feels. I I read his anxiety in it. You know, no, for sure. And it, part of it is his voice is so expressive. Yeah, yeah. Like when he like he does these growls. Um, yeah, I, I, I really, really love this song. Again, the record is called La Sombra. I completely recommend it. Um, again, it's, it's very unexpected for Me Llamo Sebastian. Um, and that is a good thing. Um, okay. I want to, so like the same week that I, I actually wrote about this record and the same re- week I wrote about this record, I also wrote about Vaya Futuro's new album, which, um, I was like, when I pitched it and, and had it approved, I was like, how did Beverly not pitch this first? Because I know you're a big Vaya Futuro fan. Yeah. I didn't even know the album was coming out. Yeah. Uh, just, you know, a little birdie let me know, like, like legit, like the day before. <laughs> um, but 
uh, yeah, it is a very different tone and pace from everything they've done before. It's kind of disco funk. Not at all. Bit? No, not at all. Uh-uh. I guess I wasn't listening very carefully. I listened to half of it. No, because like they, you know, they come from this very shoegazy place. And this is, it's like, it starts very indie rock mm-hmm. and then it gets really experimental. They have like, um, there's like a country moment. They like recorded this in, uh, with a, with a, a an American engineer in Austin. I think there are some disco-y funky parts to it. It's all over the place. There's no dance in here. Like it's not mm. danceable at all. Okay. Um, it's like, it, it feels very indie rock. There are some up-tempo moments for sure, but it's not like, I did not get disco from it. Uh, there's one, uh, there's one song that like, um, at least in my opinion, he like, uh, uh Aguilar, uh, I forget his name. Um, but the singer, he like sort of like takes on the, the, the cadence of like a flamenco singer, um, sort of hmm. the, not the cadence, what's the word, the, uh, the affect, like the, in how he sings and it's very like shaky and, and very like, uh, like weather beaten. I really, really liked it. Um, and so, yeah, there's, it's, it's very different from what they've done before. It's very pristine, um, you know, uh, again, the singer's voice is just magical as far as I'm concerned, uh, in this record. Again, another one of my favorite records from this year. Um, I think, uh, I think this is phenomenal. Uh, I think it's really different from, from the stuff that they've done before. I, I think that fans who, who want the fuzzy, weird, murky, sound might hi <laughs> might might not love it and might not respond as well to it um i just need to give it obviously a closer listen yeah and and look if it's not your cup of tea it's not your cup of tea previous valle futuro records were not my cup of tea because you know i'm not a big shoegaze fan um but i really really like the direction here at, at least it's growth like it, it's fresh without sounding uh contrived you know how like a lot of artists or bands will be like i'm trying something new and then they kind of just fall on their face like it, it doesn't i will say that this sounds like this is a something they arrived at by playing together and exploring their sound absolutely they had they they lost the band member they gained the band member um and again like you know they recorded it in texas like there's fucking theremin in it like they they've they've really taken some really interesting chances. Um, and we're going to play the track mass e mass. Um, and again, I just really like it. It's, I like, I, I chose this song because I feel like it's the direct opposite of what we're used to. Like we're used to like, again, like these very like gloomy gray shades of gray type, type of tracks from them. And like, this is a little angelic, a little idyllic. I like gloom. Yeah, this is not that. This is like pristine. Um, so again, this is called Masi Mas, and it's spelled plus sign ampersand plus sign. Um, I'm done. <laughs> and and yeah, like trust me, Luis Aguilar's vocals are just gonna blow you away. Cuando mañana no estemos aquí. Las caras en este jardín, pensar en la casa en la que crecí, alzar en la mirada y quedaré así. Yeah. 
So the theremin was cool. I don't know. <laughs> I need to listen to it a little bit more, I guess. Yeah, like, it, I mean, it even gets a little jazzy there at the end. I don't know. I just, I feel like they took a lot of chances. There's, like, one or two that still have, like, the, you know, like, the shoegazy influence. And even then, it just feels like it's more precise. It feels more um, intentional, not just sort of, like, you know, meandering fuzzing. Um, I don't know. I think, uh, I think there's a lot there. Well, we're getting close to the end. I mean, it's been kind of a long road. I can't imagine it's too wah wah, but. Close to the end of the 49th episode of Song Mence. That means the next episode is the 50th episode. Holy shit. Don't forget, guys. Send us your voice memos, your plans for world domination, your, your plans for destroying the patriarchy. And we know you're lazy. A tweet will do. But just get at us. Like, we want to we wanna shout you guys out, you know, be it something shady. Who do you hate? Who do you want us to drag? Like, turn this into an episode of The Read real quick. Who cares, girl? Um, but just, you know, let us know what you guys think. I mean, we, we do this for y'alls, a little bit for ourselves, but we do it for y'alls. Um, 
we want to hear what you guys have to say. Yeah, take fan art, you know, draw us with devil horns and mustaches. I don't know. Actually, we do have fan art, come to think of it. Jelly, like, Jelly's portrait from, like, our, our one of our first episodes. That was pretty fucking great. That's more like, like, hate art. Well, it's friend art more than anything else. It's Yeah, that's it's different. We commissioned it with beers. Um, and where can people listen to Song Mess, episode 49, plus... You can Soon to be to, 50. Yes, yes. You can listen to us on Google Play. You can listen to us on Stitcher. You can listen to us on Songmas. You can... No, sorry. <laughs> SoundCloud. SoundCloud. iTunes. Mm-hmm. Follow us on iTunes. Yes, rate ma'am. us on iTunes. Yes. Please, we love you. Five stars only. Um, you can send us your voice memos and your song requests and dedications to songmessmusic at gmail.com. Absolutely. We wait with bated breath. We are on Twitter. We are on... Um, Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, all those. Um, also, like some quick shout outs to uh, podcasts out there in the universe. Um, ULab Music, which oh, is yeah. uh, Nuria Net. Noria's John. Yeah, one of Did one I of. Say John. I'm so sorry, everyone. Wait, what? I don't know. <laughs> but um, yeah, so Nuria Net is one of the co-founders of like Remezcla and like she works for Univision and Fusion and this, that and the other. And like she's just like incredibly knowledgeable. And then her podcast, uh, ULab, uh, she like is basically interviewing some like incredible Latin artists. Like she, you know, there's episodes with like Residente, Natalia Lafourcade, Mesías, El Artista, and El Lado Negro. into it. Yeah. And, and like, and she asks the serious questions. She like today I, I was listening to an episode with Messi El Artista and like she was just like so misogyny and he was like actually no and like it was a phenomenal episode wow. it was really good um I, well, can, I love Messi I have to listen to this one and like the thing is like I'm a big music geek like I'm you know I love like I love getting into the brains of the artists and like the people and the insiders and stuff like that although I do think his lyrics are kind of misogynistic sure well you know listen to what because he has to I say about him, it but I, yeah, I don't okay. I, I don't listen to That's him how much I like Messi I google his lyrics I don't listen to him but after listening to this interview i'm a fan so i i will definitely be giving him a, sh- a, a shot and then also uh kind of like a sideways podcast here but like uh grizzly kiki um i've been friends with these guys for like a few years um you know they're brown they're queer um they mostly uh talk about like queer issues drag queens uh is sort of like what you know has become like their calling card uh if you love rupaul's drag race uh they regularly uh interview the girls as well as many local queens from different cities chicago la new york um this is really really deeply researched stuff uh they recently gave us like you know a little shout out on 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 one of their episodes and like again like these are my friends and like i've known them for years i definitely wanted to return that favor um and uh they got a shout out on Latinos for lunch, which reminded me. So, um, so anyway, yeah, just some shout outs for other, uh, podcasts that you should check out, uh, again, 50th episode. And of course, you know, make sure you listen to song mess. Uh, we do have one final track before signing out, right? Beverly. We do. We do. Um, because it has a new album and it's called Ash. And if we didn't play it, like my knees, <clears throat> I'm not taking that bait. <laughs> um, if if we did if we didn't play Ibei on uh, the podcast in our new music episode, I would be sad. Yeah, indeed. And it's hard to pick like one song off of the new album to play, but this one that I want to play is called Deathless. And I don't know. I find it like... It features Kamasi Washington, right? It does. That's really interesting to me. It's pretty amazing. They got a lot of like actually kind of incredible features on their record. 
They did. No, and I'm I'm pretty into it. Um, so this one, it's like, I don't know. I find it to be uplifting in an intense kind of way, which is my favorite kind of uplifting. Mm. And, uh, but it's... Uh, it's it's also it's it's a very intense song. It is um, inspired by uh, Lisa Kande Diaz's experience with a racist cop in Paris. Wow! This guy like randomly got in her face and like basically like spilled her like bag on the ground. Wait, Lisa Kande Diaz is who? Was she, is she one of the girls she in Ibe? Yeah, she's one of the oh, members I see, I see. of um, Ibe and. So this is, it's a very personal song, but it's like, she's, she's taken this really, um, violent experience and made a very kind of empowering song about it. Very cool. Okay. I think that actually pretty much sums up today's episode. Yep. <laughs> okay, guys, thank you so much for listening. This is Ibe Yi featuring Kamasi Washington. The song is Deathless. Uh, and yeah, stay tuned for episode 50. Thanks for listening. <laughs>